I spent the last three years learning from some of the most ingenious mergers and acquisition specialists around. And now I've decided to take the leap into buying businesses. The real questions are how will I do it? How much of the behind the scenes can we really show? And how can business owners like you maximize their purchase price and build generational wealth? This show is going to give you the answers. Join me and follow along as I share mine and other stories as we buy, sell, or merge healthcare businesses and physical therapy practices. I'm Dave Kittle, and this is The Dave Kittle Show. Today's episode 10 tips for successful negotiations when selling some or all of your physical therapy practice. Let's get right into it. I'm Dave Kittle. This is The Dave Kittle Show owner of Concierge Pain Relief, home physical therapy in the New York City area, and the CEO of the Fieldmaker Group are currently acquiring practices in the New York and New Jersey area. So let's get into it. 10 tips. Number one, don't be afraid to ask for what you want. I certainly suggest that you be clear. If you're looking to stay full-time working in the practice, part-time working in the practice, are you looking to exit completely? Just make those considerations known up front. If you are using a broker or advisor or intermediary, certainly communicate that with them upfront so that they know exactly what you're looking for. Not all buyers may be able or open to what you're looking for specifically, but start with what you want first. Start there. Number two, listen, listen, listen. Of course, it's obvious you want to hear what the other side is presenting, the offer, the terms. You want to listen specifically to whoever's in your corner. If you're negotiating on your own, then obviously, I mean, most are going to use some either attorney that they've known for years. They're going to have some advisor or coach. I know, you know, I interviewed Mike Studer recently on the podcast and he's helping practice owners and and he sold three of his locations to Golden Bear in 2020. So he's doing a little consulting or help. So whoever your advisor is, if it's a specific specialist advisor, communicate listen to their suggestions. They've gone through this many more times. This is probably your first time if you're looking to sell some or all of your practice. So listen, listen, listen to what your broker, advisor, or your support community, whoever is in your corner, listen to their suggestions, listen to their experience, ask questions, and utilize them as best as you see fit to make this process hopefully less complex and a little more simplified and and less stressful. Number three, do your homework. So Check into whether this show, other shows, I think my show presents a lot more of this than what else is out there, but blogs, things that other have others have talked about in terms of valuations and EBITDA multiples for your size of practice, valuations based on region or parts of the country, metros versus rural, et cetera. What are the different EBITDA multiples based on the size of these practices? Of course, in terms of doing your homework, vetting and interviewing different brokers or advisors or intermediaries or lawyers or whoever a M&A pro, a, a mergers and acquisition specialist, some advisory type person, do your homework in regards to even just starting with them. So you can ask for references, ask for practice owner references that they've worked with in the past, do your homework, and you have a lot of homework to do. You want to learn about valuations and potential price offers for your size of practice. You want to learn about different deal structures like are you potentially going to get 70, 80, 90, or 100% of the cash at close? Are you going to have some cash to close on the closing date, and then some deferred or some seller finance component. There's so many different things that could happen. So that's why it's important to do your homework. You want to ask these intermediaries, these brokers, these advisors, you want to ask them about price ranges, potential offers for your size of your practice. You want to clarify the types of terms, 
Are the buyers in your region or area, are they looking for you to stay on for one or two or three years? It depends on how much you're involved in the practice, but that's part of doing your homework. Number four, always be willing to walk away. You want to have options. In other words, this is characterized as leverage. This is one of the big components of negotiation. Always be willing to walk away. You don't want to be in a tough situation where you have to sell. And if you are willing to walk away, that means you have options and you have leverage in the negotiation. We've had owners do this to us. They leave the hypothetical table. They say that they're going to take the business off the market. And then we reconvene. And so there's an analogy here of like, the deal is never dead until it dies twice. That's what some brokers, some lawyers, some accountants say. So meaning a practice owner or a business owner can say, you know, this is it. I'm I'm not going to deal with you guys or this is not working for me or whatever. And that's good. That means that they have options. They have leverage. They don't need to sell. They're not pressured into selling. So they leave the hypothetical negotiations and then either one side or the other reestablishes contact. But anyway, you're able to kind of have your options there and you can have some leverage. Number five of the 10 tips. Number five, don't be in a hurry. So it's okay if you're motivated to exit. It's okay based on your situation to be interested in in exiting. But having to sell your practice or any service-based business, but especially physical therapy or some other practice or business in healthcare, having to sell based on an owner who has health issues really puts them at a disadvantage in terms of negotiation. They will, historically, if they have health issues, they will not get top dollar. They're going to maybe not sell for pennies on the dollar, but they're going to sell for a lower dollar amount than what they could get if they had the energy or the ability to hang in negotiations longer that might take an, an additional several weeks or an additional several months in some cases. So if the owner has some health issues or they need to move out of that area or they're moving across the country or in some situations, if they're you know leaving the country and they're going to, they need to go see a family member, they need to go take care of their, their mother or father or, or some, fa- some other family member. If there is a pressing issue as to you being in a hurry to close a deal and to sell some of all of your practice, it probably will put you in a disadvantage in terms of negotiation. Number six, you want to aim high and expect the best outcome. So you know me, I'm, I'm not going to be woo-woo here, but it certainly can help in regards to staying positive, staying optimistic about the process. I think aiming high and expecting the best outcome is what a lot of brokers, advisors, and intermediaries help with. They provide that support and they have that experience. So they can let you know, like, here's where we should aim in terms of asking price. Maybe you get there, maybe you won't. But if you have the support, you have someone who's been there and done that, it makes sense regardless to aim high, expect the best outcome, stay positive and optimistic, because in some cases you might actually get there or you'll come close to it. All right. Number seven, focus on the other side's pressure, not yours. So does the other side, do they need, like, here's an example, horror physical therapy bought Dean, and this is on the podcast, this is all public information, Dean Volk, practice owner in the Carolinas, he sold his two locations and he sold them to Cora Physical Therapy. And Cora, at that time, they really wanted, this is from Dean, he was saying Cora really wanted to get a foothold into that region. So that might be, they might have pressure from their investors or their their private equity backed sponsor or their executive team or their board or whatever. Like they might have pressure 
to get into that a foothold into that region or wherever your practice might be located. You could then use that leverage or that negotiation power because of a bigger corporate is trying to get into your area and use your practice, either one or more of your locations, whatever you have, you can use that to your advantage. So take that with a grain of salt if you'd like. So number, that was number seven. Number eight, show the other person, the prospective buyer or team, show that other team, that other person, how their needs will be met. This is super overlooked. Buyers like us, we want to de-risk the situation. Buyers are afraid of, we're afraid of risk. Like how can you as the seller, the practice owner, how can you demonstrate less risk? Well, stability of your practice's financials over the last three to five years, strong staff that patients love, retention of your staff. How many years have your staff been working there? Do you have a right-hand person who's staying on board at your practice? All of these things in totality help with showing the other person, the, the buyer, how can you meet their needs? And by that, you get some additional negotiation power if you can understand where they're coming from and what they're really looking for. Number nine, don't give away anything without getting something in return. Now, we're buyers, we're physical therapy practice buyers. And obviously, I'm putting out tips like this that'll actually help you negotiate back to us if we end up speaking ever. So, but again, like I said before, there's not enough of this content out there. So we're putting out this content to help practice owners like you. Some of them we might partner with or, or acquire potentially, and some we may never meet. So hopefully these tips help regardless. So number nine, don't give away anything without getting something in return. This is negotiation 101. It's best to allow your broker, your advisor, your intermediary or lawyer handle this because if you're not experienced, it's going to be easy for you to give or take and not understand the dynamic. All right. So this is one of the huge components of negotiation. Don't give away something without getting something in return. Very classic negotiation 101. That's number nine. Here's number 10. Don't take the issues or the, don't take any issues in the negotiation process. Don't take any issues or comments or the other person's behavior. Don't take that personally. Focus on the facts, focus on the numbers, the financials. You want to minimize emotions. Even though this is a big event, a big deal financially, and probably the biggest transaction of your life. Of course, emotions are going to come in. Try to be very, very even keeled. If there's something over email, for example, that's emailed one way or the other from either you, the practice owner, or from a potential buyer to the practice owner, either way, and something like sounds weird, or it's like, you know, they were very short or curt, or like, was that disrespectful? Or are they being, are they angry? Are they frustrated? Whatever. I suggest you jump on a phone call, either you yourself with the buyer, with us, or with the broker advisor, phone call, Zoom call, whatever it is, flush it out over a call and minimize the text messages, minimize the emails, keep things factual and, and financial and minimize the taking offense of any issues, person's behavior, et cetera. All right, so that's a quick down and dirty 10 tips for successful negotiations when selling some or all of your physical therapy practice. If you find this insightful, valuable, helpful in any way, I would love for you to send this episode to a colleague, a practice owner that you met at PPS or CSM or some other APTA event. If you know them from physical therapy school or, or undergrad or et cetera, take the link, the YouTube link, iTunes link, Spotify link, whatever, text it to somebody, email it to someone that is like you, that's serious about potentially in the future selling some of all their practice. So they might be an owner, they might be a clinic director, they might be a partner in a practice. I would love for you to share it out. That's all I ask for. And we'll catch you next time here on the Dave Kittle Show. Thank you. 
Hey, it's Dave Kittle. Are you a healthcare business owner or physical therapy practice owner who is looking to figure out your succession plan or exit strategy? We might be able to help. And in fact, we may be interested in acquiring your practice. If you're interested, you can reach out to me. Shoot me an email at dave at conciergepainrelief.com. That's D-A-V-E at C-O-N-C-I-E-R-G-E, painrelief.com. Or you can call me at any time, 646-781-8884.